Welcome to Chat You Up, Shahaba City Library's YA podcast, where we read young adult books and then review them for you. Before we start, let me issue a spoiler warning. We will be talking plot points, discussing characters in depth, and definitely spoiling the ending. Do any characters die? We'll be talking about them if they did. Hi, I'm Gabby. Hi, I'm Luke. Today we're reading What I Like About Me by local author Jenna Gear. What I Like About Me was published in 2019 and it follows a 16-year-old Maisie as she has a transformative summer holiday and writes about her experiences in a journal for a school project. Today we're joined by Prue. Thanks Hi. for coming, Prue. Hey, thanks for having me. That's all right. You're welcome. Uh, what did you think of this book, Prue? I actually loved this book. I thought completely the way through Maisie's voice. I just love listening to it because I feel like everyone could relate to at least one part of the book. I agree. (laughs) I thought it was very um, strong in Mm. the writing and all the characters felt very real. Yeah, yeah. All of even all the secondary characters who obviously it's all written from Maisie's perspective and she's kind of describing and remembering what they said but yeah they still all felt very real and very teenagers they felt very genuine <laughs> too I've, i yeah. really enjoyed all the secondary characters often this time the mm. stories you you read books and you go oh secondary characters are a bit of a drag but i, yeah. I really yeah. like the way they were sort of intermeshed into the story and stuff or they feel like they stop existing when they're not in the scene Whereas these guys, I felt like they felt very much like they were kind of going about their own lives yeah. and had their own problems outside of Maisie's yeah. world. Yeah, first-person world. They were flawed in a really good way. I thought they were just so relatable on every level and that's what I really enjoyed about it. Yeah, I agree. I, like there, were, there wasn't a villain, a central villain to the story really. They yeah. sort of all sort of had their positive and negative quirks. Well, sometimes you wanted them to be a villain. Yeah. But- <laughs> It was hard not to. But they were just, yeah, they were written very much like real people. Yeah. And I feel like there's not really that many everyday villains yeah. in real life. No, yeah. exactly. And Maisie interprets some of their actions as, as you know, not not friendly for her, but I think yeah. they all have sort of their own motivations and feelings and stuff. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. And I aspect. also thought it was one of those ones where it didn't feel like it was an adult writing as a teen. Mm. It felt like my voice as a teenager I would, is what I was reading on the page. I would really agree with that because it felt, yeah, the way they were talking was very, I would say, accurate. But yeah. it also didn't overuse any, like, specific slang or anything. So you wouldn't yep. be thinking that it was stuck in a certain time period. Or, yeah, like, it didn't date too much. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't an adult trying to, like, you're, you're right, like, pretend to mm. be a teenager from, you know, the from 2019. Yeah, It felt very much like it could have been any period in the last 20 years. And even location, like it wasn't... Like a camping kind of, yeah, Yeah, like a timeless kind of holiday idea. And it it wasn't like, it was, there are obviously bits in it that were quite Australian, but it also wasn't like 
super in your face. Cobbers Bay. Uh, I mean, some of the lingo in there was pretty Australian. Yeah, they do have a lot of like these arguments about you know certain things. I did have a laugh to myself through some of it because I know that there's a different book cover. So Mm. one of the book covers you'll see is uh, yellow, and when I spoke to Jenna about it, it, that was the American version that was coming out. And as I was reading it, I kept laughing, going. Oh, are Americans going to get this? Oh, this is so uniquely Australian. Yeah. How is this going to translate? Um, yeah, but I, I like that about that. Like, that was that's the, what makes it so the, relatable. Yeah. That was the first thing I wrote down, actually, was this is Australian. <laughs> Got big exclamation Good observation points. Like, yes. <laughs> but I felt like it wasn't forced, though. You know, like it was just very yeah, just normal yeah. Australian. It wasn't like they were trying to put in everything yeah. to make it seem particular to other yeah. Yeah, well, other it, countries it, that this is the fact that it was set in Australia was not ultimately relevant to the yeah, story. Yeah, no, no. It was just yeah. where it was. It was more about the um, the cultural aspect, I guess, it came yeah. through, and a lot of the language that they used is very Australian and relatable. Yeah. I keep saying names. that. I know, I sound yeah. like a broken record, yeah. but it really, really was. Particularly um, the male characters, just the way they were speaking <laughs> yeah. to each other. I'm like, this is giving me flashbacks to high school. And, like, yeah. all my friends that I hung out with just... That's how I still speak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you won't hear me disagree with that. <laughs> my, I mean, saying it's a criticism is a bit, like, you know, mm-hmm. too much. But I would say that this book is criminally short. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it's only 245 pages, which does work with the format because it is supposed to be, like, a school diary that she completes over the summer. Mm. And, you know, you're not going to write, like, a 400-page journal yeah. for school. I don't think anyone would bother doing that. But at the same time, it kind of got to a point where I was like, I just wish there was more. Yeah, I, <laughs> I completely get more. that. I did like, though, the chapters weren't too long either because mm. sometimes you just want to pick it up and have five yeah, minutes or a really yeah. quick – but you need to know what happens at the end. Yeah. You want to get through that day. That whole yeah. day that you can fly through. I wrote that as well. It seems like we've all written the same thing. Yeah, good, good. We're, We're all, all the same page. ideas, yeah. We didn't cheat and pass along our homework. No, <laughs> no. But, yes, I really enjoyed the short chapters and I thought it could have mm. been extended a bit. I thought maybe yeah. they could have delved into the characters a bit more. I know with Beamer, who becomes sort of a central character, sort of yeah. from the middle of the book onwards, yeah. I didn't feel like – they quite delved into his character quite enough. I would have liked mm. a little more, because it yeah. sort of alluded to at the start, and I was like, oh yeah, I wonder they'll, they'll come back to that. But they I didn't. Get that. But they didn't. I also yeah. felt like that might have been done on purpose, because he kind of had uh, a little bit of mystery about him. Like mm. you said, you just wanted to know that little bit more, and it kind of was sprinkled through the book heavier and heavier as we got to the end. Um, and I think that a lot of that, because it was in Maisie's voice, is yeah. Maisie's understanding and yeah. view of him changing as well. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I think if it was in a different format, you could easily add more. Yeah. But with that, her kind of having her view on each day and, like, remember having to remember to, like, write stuff down or she does it the next day, it's kind of harder to include yeah. more of those in-depth details because she has to know it. She has to experience it. Has it has to come from yeah. 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 And you're right, it probably would have been a bit tricky to write mm. about history yeah. in terms of a Dear Diary type format. Yeah, and also because there's that's also not how she approaches stuff. And by yeah. she, I mean Maisie, not the author. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Maisie isn't – aside from when she kind of has a bit of a talk about, like, how – her and Sebastian's family, like, know each other mm. for years. Like, she has a little bit where she talks about that history yeah. and then with, like, her sister. 
So there's – I feel like explaining how she and her sister fell out is, like, the only time she really actually in-depth talks about the past. Yeah. And that's mostly to put context to what happens when they kind of make up. Make up, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how much she would have been able to flesh out any of the other stuff that I wanted her to flesh out in that format. I don't think it would have worked. So it's probably a good thing it didn't happen. Yeah. Mm. And I still agree. I still would have liked a little bit more length in the book. Yeah. I think I flew through it in like a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never read that quickly. No. So that was yeah. pretty impressive for me well, to go through so quickly. It was very easy to read as well. The language is very easy to read yeah. and not in a bad way that it's really like easily written like it's no. well written and it's just you know the language is isn't complex but no can i just say about the language macy speaks my language like sarcasm <laughs> fluent yes and that's what i really liked about it too i was like oh yeah she gets me she totally yeah. gets me so There's, there was one like moment that. too that i was just like this was me as a teenager. Yes. It's when they're all, they all watch a movie together and they're all talking and then Maisie's mum is like, you guys, we need to stop talking. It'll put Maisie in a mood. And then she's like, and that put me in a mood. And I'm like, that was me <laughs> at 14, like yeah. on point. That still happens now. <laughs> like you say, Gabby, are you in a mood? And I say, no. And that puts me in a mood. Like for sure. So you don't appreciate someone, appreciate someone telling you what's about to happen in a movie you haven't seen. <laughs> like running commentary. <laughs> I can't say I do, no. <laughs> no, I don't know anyone who likes that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like you just abandon the movie in that case. And just be like, no. Yeah, it's done. Mm. Shall we have a discussion about some of the characters? Mm. That like sounds we, like yeah. a great idea. Who we liked, who we disliked. Is there anyone, Gabby, who did you like the most? Did you have a favourite character? or? Is it easier to say who we didn't like? Yeah, go for it. This may be against popular opinion, but from word go, I just didn't connect with Anna. Oh, I knew you were going to – I just – yeah, I just yeah. – Like I, I just had yeah. that feeling, you know, when you just know mm. and just the little things, like even at the start where they're getting out of the car, arriving at the yeah. holiday destination, and she's supposed to be like the best friend, like she is supposed to be the person. Yeah. And just the way she reacts to Maisie or the way she kind of flips her off, I mean, I just thought, no, you're yeah. rubbing me the wrong way. And as it obviously it got worse. Yeah, no, I, I t- but see, it's a I girl had, code. Maybe, Luke. maybe. <laughs> I had friends like that in high school and we are not friends anymore. So I, there you go. <laughs> I totally get that. It's sort of like I get that Anna was, was invited along because she just broke up with her boyfriend or whatever. So it was yeah. like to cheer her up. But then, like, you know, be a bit more grateful about it. Yeah, I don't you know. know. It, and I feel like that very, was why it was well yeah. written too. Like you did start, start yeah. picking well, that up Luke from didn't. the start. Yeah, no, but. because Luke doesn't speak girl language. We know how to look for the undertone. Yeah. I don't. I don't look for that. No. <laughs> no. But then the whole like she knows that Maisie likes Sebastian, but then she's like constantly yeah. talking to him and stuff. And yeah, even when right. even when she says to Maisie, "Oh, I'm just doing it to be a wing woman," you're like, "No, you're not." <laughs> exactly right. Here. Like you guys just spent hours together in the water without looking back at Maisie. Mm. No, you're not. Yeah. No. What did you guys think of Sebastian? I didn't feel like we learned a lot about him like i thought yeah. he was yeah but in the first you know third of the book that it's all about him and then he's just sort of fades into the background yeah, <laughs> yeah. isn't really that relevant in the second half i think they're still yeah. maintaining yeah. a close-ish relationship i think because it is all from Maisie's perspective yeah too, you well, know. he's she's not hanging out with him anymore. Exactly. He's off with, yeah he's off with anna she's in the closet somewhere <laughs> 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 yes <laughs> I feel like 
because we see him too through that lens of Maisie's kind of like childhood crush. Yeah. You don't really actually see him as a person. He's just kind of like this idea. Yeah. 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 He's a dream. Yeah. Yeah. I get but, that. So that's why by the end, where like he and Maisie kind of like finally make up with like all the things that were going yeah. weird when she kind of apologizes for accidentally kissing him yeah. at New Year's. <laughs> accidentally. Mm. But mistakenly <laughs> is probably a better word than accidentally. Mistakenly kissing him. Um, I feel like then you kind of see him as more of a person in that like yeah. really short snippet. Yeah. And you're like, okay, she's kind of finally gotten rid of that crush mm-hmm. lens that she sees him. Yeah, through. totally. And I think before that too, like you're probably right, he was void of a lot of um, in-depth analysis maybe yeah, is that like the right character yeah, i don't know yeah, yeah. like we didn't of... actually see him flourish at any time but that was her idolizing him yeah. like it yeah. wasn't about him as a person no. it was just about her feelings that she'd placed on him which i mean as we work out later is probably displaced because they were actually for someone else yeah someone else, <laughs> someone else yeah a bit of a spoiler but yeah <laughs> but to be fair we've already given a spoiler warning yeah so fair enough fine. Okay. so it's we can okay. go straight in there spoil away yes. because that might lead to some of the characters we did like right yeah because yes. i'm sure i'm not the only one that loved that character <laughs> shall we talk about that character yeah 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 he was gorgeous and again like right from the word go I liked him. He was just really relatable. He was just cute. Um, And he just had that depth of character that someone like Sebastian was missing. Yeah. And hot tip, guys, if you like someone, don't annoy them as a way of showing your feelings because it very rarely goes well. (laughs) (laughs) Like, case in point, he's, like, been annoying her for years and she's like, he hates me, I hate him. But, like, actually, he's kind of in love with you. (laughs) That's an interesting theory. I don't know. I never thought about that. Really? She literally <laughs> says it in there, though. Oh, no. I mean, it sort of don't annoy people you like. Uh, well, oh. it's that's like very... what you're taught to do as a boy, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like a very well, archaic thing. That, yeah, like, I don't you know. know. That's how they get their attention. I, mean, I feel yeah. like you should be nice to people if you like them, okay? Okay. That's <laughs> we're, no going, we're going to encourage kindness, kind- yes. not annoying. Spread kindness. Right. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> you can't yes. bully someone into a relationship, correct? Yes. Correct. There we go. He's got it. <laughs> no, but yeah, I love Beamer too because I mean, one, we are very much like educated to believe that if someone's annoying someone, that means they like them. I know. So I'm like, true. he loves her. <laughs> but also, I find that he has so many more layers, and also yeah. because we see it more because Maisie doesn't like him. Yeah. So when she realizes these things, she kind of talks about it more. Whereas with Sebastian, it was very much. Just yeah, not she talks right. a lot about someone she doesn't like. She writes a lot about it, even though she says she. But doesn't you like do that, him. don't you? You yeah. like vent about your feelings yeah. of people you hate. <laughs> and you? I think that was her working through her feelings too, and trying to understand what she was feeling. Yeah, she, exactly. She really didn't know that that feeling was there. I don't Which dislike is... people. That's unusual. <laughs> You're just too easygoing. Yeah, that's so just your problem. Um, yeah, and I just loved how they were at the party. Oh, at the pool party? Yeah, that was, that, that was a Christmas <laughs> party, party, wasn't party, it? party, pool party. I, I think it was a Christmas party with, like, some of the local teens. And then, like, one of the guys, like, mentions that, oh, yeah, Beamer's really hot, didn't you realise? And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, let me take a second. <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> light bulb. 
turned off. I liked that for us too. Yeah. Because I actually don't know what I was envisioning until it wasn't until yeah. later in the book that they started to say he had broad shoulders, he was really tall, yeah. all of that kind of well, stuff. See, and that's another thing with the way it's written as like a diary. It's like yeah. she's like, well, no one's going to read this. No one needs to know how these people look. No, that's like, right. Like it's not until she starts thinking about, oh, he's actually kind of attractive, she starts kind of like thinking, well, what is it about him I find attractive? Yeah. She starts writing about it. That's, a, that's like, a good way to do things too because it's yeah. the opposite of the way she wrote about Sebastian. Yeah. yeah. Everything about him is all about his physical appearance in the first yeah. few chapters. Yeah. And yeah. then it just sort of Which is probably over. why in terms of characters we learn to love one much more than yeah. the other. Yeah. We know so much more about them. Yeah, exactly. Um, I still wanted to know more about him though. I just yeah, felt I like he was all smoke and mirrors and there was just so much know. mystery and intrigue. And yeah. at the end of the story I wanted to sort of a... I think particularly too because they like sort of just get together and then it ends. I know. And it like, is and that pretty. Is, but that, is, that is very much a thing that happens in a lot of like YA romances. Yeah. Too. Like they have that, they spend the whole book like flirting with like the idea of liking each other and getting together. And they get together and it's like two pages just at the, the end. Patterns. And you're just like, really? Just give me an, an extra couple of chapters of them being in a relationship. See, you know, that's all I, I think want. I'm a little bit of a weirdo because I like, <laughs> I like that I fill in the gaps myself. Yeah. Like I really liked. Um, knowing how much he liked her in the lead up to it because he would do things like yeah. she'd completely embarrass herself so he would embarrass himself to take the limelight pressure off her like those kind of little yeah. things that told me more about his character than anything that you could have literally wrote it mm-hmm. written right, exactly. <laughs> i don't know there's, a, there's an o there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. i'm the sort of person who is fine with that as long as there's a sequel yeah well <laughs> i'm like i need a sequel where they're together they can have some issues that's like fine it been. yeah <laughs> I mean, it could be, we need a diary from next summer. Like, yeah. that's, it would be her summer where she's just finished high school. Particularly because he lives in a different state it's too. It's like, um, P- to all the boys I've loved before, I was about to say P.S. I love you. Um, Close enough. <laughs> yeah. See, they had follow-ons and yeah. that would be amazing. Like, it's yes. a kind of a similar story. Jenna, get on it. Yeah. Yes, if you want to hear it. <laughs> She'll be listening. <laughs> Definitely. Shall we talk about Maisie? Yeah, Seeing we should. As we haven't really talked in depth. About, about her, her. sort of skimmed around her character. Yes, and she is the main character. Well, I've already mentioned that I love how she talks. Yes, like, I, I I agree too. And she, her there were a amazing. lot in there that there was a lot in there that I could like sort of relate to. Yeah, in, like, one how she talks and just like how she acts, except all the times that she like intentionally puts herself in an embarrassing situation because I die from like secondhand embarrassment, <laughs> even if it's when, oh, when it's fictional. Yeah. Yeah. I cringe to the max, hate that so much. Um, but there were a lot of other things in her character that I really, like you said before, she's very relatable. Yeah. There were a lot of laugh out loud moments for me that um, that she wrote in as well, mm-hmm. um, which I, I guess is obviously Jenna being very good at how she writes things. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, I loved that. And I kind of loved that we had um, a heroine that were, or a main character that wasn't that stereotypical type it girl growing up. Mm. Um, that's probably why it was really good for, for us to read because we all had those insecurities at that age and all those um, moments of growth that she went through mm. that were pretty cool to follow along with her. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did I write about Maisie? I, I found that she holds a, likes to hold a grudge. I find that I find Who that doesn't. Yeah. Again, I don't hold grudges. <laughs> You've never been a teenage girl then. Maybe like. not. What, no, fortunately not. That was one of the things I, I found about interesting about it. But I kind of liked it. Mm. Yeah. You know, I like the fact that she took things personally. I, I like that the way she, she was written. Yeah. Um, and I like the idea that you know things aren't perfect for her, and she's just 
yep. not happy about it, but wants mm. to be better. I like yeah. that. I see there's, there is that optimism underneath all mm. that, you know, that insecurity and concern. Yep. She's a very optimistic person, I yep. felt anyway. Mm. And that showed her depth, though, too. Yeah. She's not just a superficial character who things just rolled off the back quite easily for her. Like, she actually yeah. cared about what was happening and it, it hurt her. Or Do you think she was reasonably comfortable in her own skin at the start? Like, no. Not at all? You don't think at all? I think that was no. written completely through it. Yeah. yeah. She constantly had this thing and that's why she looked at Anna as being the hashtag hot girl yeah. and all those other things because she was just so... Like, she wouldn't even go on the beach without no, taking true. a top off or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I know. Some of the things I say. <laughs> we all um, know what I meant there. She yeah, had yes. swimmers on underneath. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I agree with Prue. I think there was a lot of times when she was, like, trying to appear like she was okay, which mm. might have been more what you were thinking. Yeah. But really, she... She was not okay with it and it was She's trying very to reassure herself, I suppose. Even yeah. in um, all those interactions with her sister mm-hmm. and, like, the history she talks about with her sister, Eva. Yes, yeah. that's right. I was going to say Ava then. I'm like, no, that's wrong, <laughs> Eva. So I think it kind of started when they had that fallout where Eva went into the beauty pageant without her and yeah. then kind of – and literally told her off and basically told her that she's too fat. And also, like, any interaction she has with her mum and her mum's like, you need to be healthier, like, you need to try this and that. And, yeah. like, that would be very damaging to a young person. And I think it's shown really well that it did have an effect on her mm-hmm. and also that she's trying to move on from it, which I think is also important. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, she needed almost that validation from them to heal their relationship. Mm. Um, And not necessarily validation to say, oh, you're amazing, but just to know that um, they were proud of her and that she was important to them and and that she was, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, which is why I think it was good to have that inclusion of Eva's girlfriend. Mm. Bess. Bess, thank you, who was also a larger person and who was like, well, who Maisie saw as kind of like, wow, you're just kind of like living yeah. your best life. You're comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. You're a, somewhat of a role model to her. Yeah. 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 And I think that was really important, not just for Maisie to have her there in the story, but like for people reading this who are maybe, you know, wanting to see a character who is larger and who is still yeah. just living a normal life yeah. and like quite happy with themselves. But she also has that moment where she says like, this has taken me time to like work towards being comfortable in my own yeah. skin. Like, it's and you know what? No matter what thing. size you are, I feel like everyone goes through those times where like they're not comfortable in their Absolutely. own body. So like, I think that's really good to have that in this book yeah. as like a young adult. And honestly, even like this is definitely on the like younger end of the YA. So even like I feel like fourteen, fifteen, because the character yeah, is sixteen absolutely. years old. Yeah, younger people can easily read this. There's no content in there that I wouldn't recommend for like you know thirteen plus really. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really good to kind it's of have PG. that female role model in there. And I would definitely say Maisie becomes one as well. Yeah. So. And to know that it's normal not to automatically love yourself as well. Mm. So that's something that uh, Bess, you know, said that she had to work toward it. And then that yeah. kind of set off that light switch moment for Maisie as well to kind of understand, oh, okay, like it's, it's normal a for me not to do this yeah. right now, but I'll yeah. get there toward it. Um, and then I think one of the other main characters that we haven't even touched on yet, uh, Layla, mm-hmm. was instrumental in getting yes. Macy to that point as well because I think without 
Layla there supporting her yeah. as loyally as she did, she probably wouldn't have noticed, possibly wouldn't have noticed Bess in the same way either. Mm. Yeah. So, so yeah, Layla is that one whole of, layered system that yeah. she had of support yeah. was really important. So Layla is one of the local girls that she literally just meets on the beach and she's like literally just makes friends with her. Yes. In like two seconds. But flat. can I just <laughs> drop in right there? Who doesn't want to be friends with her? I she know. sounds amazing. <laughs> she she does, met them she? because she just danced on up to them and had a really good time. I Literally mean, the complete opposite of my personality, yeah. but she sounds great. But we just need a lot of Layla's in the world. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. No, Every she, friend group needs a Layla. They, <laughs> they do. do. Yeah. They do. She's just that like really bubbly, um, doesn't really care what anyone thinks and is just going to do what she wants and she wants to be a fashion designer. And, I know. And is being a fashion designer. I know. What? And that's something in itself too, because at that age, I wanted to be so many amazing things yeah. and I never like actually got started in things. Yeah. There was these pipeline dreams that I was going to be this amazing yeah, thing. Very and driven. She's yeah, very she's driven. amazing. Yeah. She's like got it all working and happening for her already. Yeah. <laughs> what about Maisie's parents? Mm. There was an interesting relationship between them and then between Maisie and them as well. Like yeah. I thought Maisie's relationship with her mother was obviously very strained. Mm-hmm. Um and there was like from the first page, I think it is, and they're in the car. Yeah, and Maisie's mum's yes. talking about it. So you know it's just, straight off the bat. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no subtlety there. It's straight in. There's yeah. obviously yeah. a gap there between the two of them, a disconnect. Yeah, obviously, and then we learn as it goes along. So it's sort of you know body image related and stuff. And I don't think her mum's intentionally trying to. No, I don't think it's a lot of it's subconscious. I feel yeah. like because it's not because a lot of it for me reading it, and I might be different for you guys. I was just like, oh Maisie, don't be so harsh. I feel like she's been too <laughs> harsh to her mum. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I feel like but, that's one of the things why it's written so well as being like from the teenager voice. Yeah, because what teenager doesn't take everything their parents says straight to yeah. like heart and like really personally? When really her mum is probably just—I mean, it's not gone about in the best way, but she's doing it in that whole "I want what's best." For yeah, me. And yeah, like maybe exactly. The idea of what you think is best isn't in line with what Maisie thinks is best for her. And I think that's where the disconnect is. It's just delivered poorly. Yeah. And probably too, teenagers never really think about their parents as having their own lives. Mm. So obviously obviously both the mum and the dad are dealing with a huge amount of issues themselves. Yeah. Um, And that, no matter what, gets carried down to the kids, but they only see... What's happening from their side of the fence. From their perspective and what's affecting them directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that goes back to the realism thing too. I like that aspect of, you know, marital and family issues. Yeah. That's just so normal. That happens everywhere. Yeah. And that's just so normal. Maisie's dad. Uh I was glad that when she found out that he'd lost his job, he wasn't having an affair on the side. (laughs) Because she had such a good relationship with him. Did Mm -hmm. we all just do a collective like... (sighs) <sighs> yes. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, I could see where it was going. And I thought, oh, here we go. Yeah, here But it went the non-stereotypical. Yeah, yeah I which was, I liked. I was glad that that was the, re- the resolution because she had such a good relationship mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want that to be stretched and broken up. Yeah. For the particularly the way story. her mum was always saying, oh, you're just like your dad. Yeah. And you don't want to be like, oh, that's not how you want to be, yeah. just like yeah. your parent. <laughs> but then he was sort of... Um, Sacked from his job a few months yeah. before and hadn't yeah. really... Well, made redundant, from, which made is redundant. different. Yes, because he got a payout so they could go on holidays. That's yes. right. <laughs> and I noticed he'd been going to the library, so well yes. done. We're all good yeah. with that. He's sending his days to the library. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're good for that. I thought the relationship there between Maisie and her father was really interesting. And I would have yeah. liked a little more fleshing out of that, but obviously yeah. the writing didn't really... Yeah, and also the story only takes place over like 
a few weeks. Yeah, so exactly. But it was, yeah, it was really good to see, um, I guess, that idolization of one parent. I think mm. that that's pretty common too. Like, yeah. you know, she's daddy's girl essentially and um, nothing he could do could be wrong. Yeah. But then at the end, even though he has such a major flaw that's happening, um, they still work through it. And they stay together as a family unit, which is really important. Um, and I think sort of moving on from characters for a second, that's one of the other things I like about the book. There were so many different um, themes happening in the book. Mm. So um, we've touched a little bit on like the, the body conscious yeah. body sort of thing. Um, and then we've also got the whole family dynamics that yeah. are happening, the friend dynamics. Um, mm. There's just so many diverse things happening in the book that it keeps you interested in. Yeah. And they're also very – They're very subtle in a way too, I mm. feel. Like mm-hmm. they're not overpowering you. They're not just sort of smacking you in the face. It's, sort of just, it's just a part yeah, of how, yeah. how it works. You're just dealing with it. Yeah, it's just everyday life. Yeah, there's like no sort of – jamming it in your face it's just like yep this is how it is yeah and it just feels normal to read it and it's good Mm. i was just gonna say that they're very like um timely themes as well with the whole body positivity and like self-love and even the whole like female friendship thing Mm. which is more which is you see both sides of it there with Maisie's friendship with anna which basically falls apart and then Maisie's friendship with layla like they're two very different friendships absolutely um do you think it's fallen apart completely though I know yes. it's not it's not going to be the same, but I don't know. I think they um, kind of mended at the end, but yeah. But I think it's yeah, going to be one of those things where they just sort of like grow apart. Yeah, where they're like they kind of just like nod at each other when they walk past or say hi, but it's not going to be like a friendship. Yeah, Again, I agree. Had lots of them too. <laughs> I think that once you actually open your eyes and see something for what it is, yeah, it wouldn't be the same again. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think it's is that a different thing for for, for women? Do you think? I feel like maybe not women, but for teenagers, I feel like as a teenage girl, there's a lot of that, like, you have to put the image of who you want to be as, like, the forefront of your relationship, whereas, like, I feel like with Anna and Maisie, they're both trying to be, like, the best person or whatever, but not in the, like, I'm making myself better. It's, like, I'm just pretending. And then they're not actually, like, being friends with the real person. Yeah. Whereas with Maisie and Layla... They're both just very honest with each other. Yeah, they're and like, themselves. Yeah, exactly. They're actually themselves, which is why mm. I see that they're not real people, but I see that relationship <laughs> being something are. that like actually lasts yeah. because they're just really genuine with each other. Whereas yeah. the other one, I feel like they found out who each other was and they didn't yeah. really seem to like it. Yeah, and it didn't really work. So I feel like they're just sort of be acquaintances now. I sort of, sort of, I mean, I agree. I don't think they'll be best friends going yeah. forward. Yeah. But I still felt at the end that oh, maybe there was a better understanding between them now. And that might lead into the future into you know, a, that a could, strong relationship. That could be a way to look at it as well. Yeah. You're probably not far off the bat. Except with the whole thing is how Maisie invited Anna to the holiday because she was getting over boyfriend and then she ended up getting back together with him. And It Maisie did already like, seem selfish. He cheated on you. And she's like, he's changed. And I'm like, uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. Anna, <laughs> Anna is never going to change. She's always going to be that person. Anna is the stereotypical girl that we were just talking about at the start. Yes. Um, and although Macy grew and obviously her character just, you know, really evolved, mm. you did say that you liked that she held a grudge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? By the end of it, she could have mm. just still been that person that held a grudge. <laughs> 
You That's can, the beauty about it ending so quickly. We do get to fill in a couple of the blanks ourselves. You can still hold a grudge and be a good person. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I feel like I'm, like, defending myself there. I'm well, like, I can hold a grudge, but you I'm still both. a good person. You and me both. <laughs> it just maybe the, the reasons why she's holding a grudge would get, you know, would change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? Do you have any um, censored things that we can really say what she wrote about her teacher? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Gee, that was some nasty stuff, wasn't it? (laughs) And then the last page. And then at the end, the the teacher actually read the stuff that she wrote. And I just wanted to die right then. But I ended up laughing instead. son of a bitch. (laughs) Oh, dear. Have we censored that? Do we have the beeper on? Maybe. (laughs) Your dedication to your journal is really quite impressive, considering your initial reluctance. There are some matters I would like to discuss with you, however. Please see me after class. And then she signs yeah, it off, right? Yeah, missing yeah. sadistic bitch. <laughs> I mean, I'm just envisioning me handing in something like that to one of my teachers in high I school. I she handed it in. Yeah, I know. Editor. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. goodness me. But, you know, again, that's that's really what that's it was. Fun. And that's what the teacher yeah. would have been looking for in the start, like that personal growth. Um, <laughs> less about the writing, more and about... making out with the new boyfriend. I know. And... It's oh, a bit full on. Yes. Why would you yeah. hand something like that in? You should be getting <laughs> sex ed classes now. And then you get the pair of like, two forms of contraception. <laughs> Anyway, shall um, shall we go on to our favourites? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to go first, Gabby? Sure. Uh, my favourite character was Beamer. Same. I just <laughs> I just loved him. He was just fun and like ridiculous, and he had he had a pretty good character arc. I thought as well. Yeah. yeah. I think that there was probably a lot that we didn't really. So I know you've said this earlier that we didn't really get to see about Beamer. Um, but just touching on, you know, his whole life story of living with his nan, like there's obviously a lot of layers there, but Mm. still what we see is this fun, loving, really genuine person that, um, liked Maisie no matter what. Yeah. That's, that was a big thing, especially for a teenager. Like, you know, Mm. he stayed loyal to her. Very self-conscious, yeah. That's right. No matter what she does, no matter how embarrassing she is. That's right. He was like there again and again. He was just so dependable and he was beautiful. The scene of the movies when she thinks that he is trying to um, distract her so Sebastian and Anna can get it on. Yeah. (laughs) And and you sort of knew straight away that he wasn't trying to do that. But yeah. in Maisie's mind, it was. I also yeah, that's right. She couldn't see that it would, would be anything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's so cute. That he keeps, the, he actually uses the hankies his nan gets him. Oh my gosh. His story's pretty sad. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is. It is. I think, even though it's only touched on points. It is, mm. yeah. I think I like that perspective too because, you know, Maisie's got, you know, her. Self body issues and yeah. whatever she, she feels about that and the family issues, but those issues mightn't be as serious as she thinks in comparison to someone else. No, yeah. that's right. Who has you know issues in his life? Some that are really severe, severe issues. Yeah. But he has obviously been able to pull himself together enough that he's still you know a, a great person yeah, who is living person. the life the best that he can. Think, yeah. With think, every excuse to not be doing that. Yeah. But he is. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. He'd have every excuse in the book not to be, yeah. be off the rails, but yeah. he's yeah. not. but he's not. He's... I think he, Maisie can find that sort of inspiring about him. Yeah, yeah. My favourite character yeah. was Dan the Dickhead. 
No, it wasn't. That was Adam's oh, ex-boyfriend at the no. beginning. At the beginning. Current boyfriend. Then they get back together on New Year's. Depends where you are. I just put Maisie because we learned the most about her and yeah. I just really liked her. I like that she wasn't perfect, and I, I like what we've all just what we've discussed and stuff. And I just thought yeah. her character growth was really impressive. Yeah, and there's some things about her that were a bit funny, like holding the grudge, and I've spoken <laughs> about that. But I just really enjoyed her. I really that enjoyed her so story, and I would, you know, it's something that you'd like to read a sequel. I would. Yeah, I think, and I don't fun. always say that after a book. No, like sometimes it's like ready to put to bed, and even this one, I was like, sequel or a movie, whichever you're happy yeah. to throw at me, this I'm good for either. A great movie. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Screen Australia, get on it. Yeah. Um, but like, I think it would make a great one. Because, so do I. You know, just you don't need anything to do with the diary, but like, you could always have that as like a voiceover. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff and like, just I could play Beamer. It's it's not about the diary. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Actually, tall. Luke, I can see that. I think you could. I'll have to put on a bit of muscle up top to broaden my shoulders, but I reckon I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I think it's not. The way it's written, you're right. It's mm. not that it's a diary. It's yeah. the voice of the it's yes. the narrator. Exactly. Yeah. That's what would make it a great movie. Like, mm. we all liked her. Yeah. There was no ifs or buts about it. Yeah. She was a great um, character to follow. Yeah. I thought the writing was really top-notch too. I think yeah. she's done a great job. Yeah, that. yeah. She's a brilliant writer. Favourite quotes? Favourite moment first. Favourite moment first. Oh, favorite. I'll go first then. Um, favorite my favourite moment. moment was... Her finding out about her dad. I know I touched upon this. Yeah. Her dad had lost his job. Because mm. I was reading the pages leading up to it. I thought, oh, here we go. And then I was just very happy when You're it like, was. Like, thank God. Oh, he's only lost his job and he's, they're, they're facing insolvency. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. What about you, Ruth? Um, I actually really liked it when she worked out that it was Beamer's poetry she'd been crushing mm. on for years. Um, yeah. I, I mean... Even though it was like one of those light and breezy books that, yes, there was quite a few predictable mm. moments, that's okay for me because they were beautiful predictable moments. Yeah. Um, but that was one of the ones that I really liked because it just peeled off another layer for both of them, for mm. Maisie and for Beamer. Yeah. Um, mine was actually when they're at the beach and Layla introduces Maisie to her group of friends and they have the argument about tomato sauce, whether it goes in the <laughs> cupboard or the fridge. And again, oh my God, it goes so in the like, cupboard. It says on the label, refrigerate so after opening. Cupboard. <laughs> I'm cupboard. How can you put it in the fridge? I can't it put says cold. on the label, refrigerate oh. after so, so, opening. No, so you have a sausage and you get yes, your tomato sauce. A hot out sausage. A top sausage and you put cold tomato sauce yes. on it. Yeah. You can't put cold stuff on hot food. No. Yes, you can. Oh, my God. Sorry. It literally says on the label, refrigerate after opening. So, I think we're just going to finish this interview with just Luke and I. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gab. But seriously, You're that, that moment was just, it was so well Actually, written. Actually, I liked that too. And it introduced all of Layla's friends in a really fun way. Yeah. And then I remembered who each of them were because there was like five of them. Actually, that's a really good point. That's yeah. so true. They they all had like distinct personalities yeah. and then like they kept referring back to it because one of them was like, I'm not never talking to you again. We have different <laughs> views on this. Yeah. And yeah, I just thought it was a really fun scene. And yeah, it introduced that fun, oh, that fun friendship dynamic. I even like the way that that started. I think I mentioned it before with her just like dancing up on the beach. Like who at that age is so yeah. carefree? They can just approach a complete stranger with dance. See, yeah. I, that was something that maybe I didn't, appreciate as much simply because i thought oh that's not something anyone any real person yeah, would that's, do that's probably it was true. the only thing i thought i was like oh, you no usually overcome that. with like so much self-doubt going i can't approach these people and say hello let alone just go and dance, yeah. dance. but i actually liked it it was cool yeah. but i was like there's just no way that any normal <laughs> do that it's so true Luke, did you have a yes i did <laughs> mine was 
the horrible moment when they she did the TV interview. Mm. Yeah, you know and everyone like? was just dying inside. <laughs> and the characters were all dying for her, and I was like, oh. oh. I know. And when she goes, I was the token fatty, and that oh, was just. Oh, honey. Oh. You know what I just realized? We literally never spoke about the pageant. Actually, no. no and like, <laughs> we haven't mentioned one of the biggest things for in the whole such thing. a big part of the book. Well, it's so yeah. true. But I suppose it's, it's just an element of her character growth, isn't it? And we sort yeah. of spoke about that as a general. Mm. But yeah, Maisie enters um, the local beauty pageant. Which is the point of the book. Which yeah. is the point which we haven't mentioned. of the book. And the yeah. book's only 100 and what? 100, 245 200 pages. Pages long and we didn't mention it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, if you stay tuned and listen to the author interview where I talked to Jenna about it, she explains why she chose a beauty pageant over something more Australian, like mm-hmm. a talent show. It's a very interesting point. I wanted so to see what? her Chewbacca impersonation. Yeah. Okay. That would be that great been... in a movie, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And there's room for a little bit of editorial there. Yes. A lot of people in reviews and things have um, likened it to dumpling. Yeah. Or dumpling. Um, That pageant kind of. Yeah. But you haven't seen that? No, I haven't. A lot more Texan. Yes, I think it's very American. American. It's set in Texas. So that's a book and it's been adapted into a movie. Yes. Um, And that is set in Texas. Yeah. And. Pageants are very Texan. Yeah, and so, I think it's a, yeah. a quite extreme view as well. Yeah. Like the pageants in America where they're quite over the top, there's a lot of fakeness, a lot of competitiveness. I don't yeah. think that's what they were trying to touch on here with no, the pageant. I think was, it had a different thing. It was almost more like just like a show. Yeah, yeah. Like almost like a fashion yeah. show yeah. rather than a pageant. And it really didn't matter if it was a pageant. It could have been anything. I think the yeah. point of it was just that she believed in herself enough that she was going to yeah. get back into what she truly loved, which was dancing. Mm. But, yeah, it's really – it was very interesting to, um, to hear Jenna talk about why she chose that. So, yeah. So go listen to that, yeah. listeners. Absolutely. Definitely. Did you have a favourite quote? Oh, you? yes. I just had it in front of me. I'll... So one of the ones I just thought was um, – it said, you don't think Eva is brave for going on the beach in a bikini, do you? Or anyone else? That's what we you wear to the beach, a bikini. The idea of wearing one is a brave act just because you aren't a stick figure is kind of beeped up. <laughs> See? I used my own sense of that. <laughs> that was very nice. But it was kind of good because... Um, you know, I know it's quite a more of a serious quote and a lot of the book is very lighthearted and funny, mm. but it is a really good way to deal with that whole um, body positivity, the body image, because that is a very strong theme through the book, which yeah. we kind of just have slightly touched on it here, but really that's what's holding that book together. Mm. Um, and it is true. Like, we second guess it and doubt it, but we're not going to second guess and doubt if a model's wearing it on the beach. So, yeah. yeah or cool. even just other people a lot of the time because I feel like, you know, even when you're, like, second guessing things about yourself, like, no one around you is even thinking yeah, about Yeah, that. that's true. <laughs> They're all thinking of themselves. Yeah. So we're also busy thinking of ourselves, not of each other. Yeah, people don't take much, as much notice of you as you think they do. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, so no my favorite, <laughs> My favourite quote is possibly in the same scene, actually. It's okay. Bess saying to... Actually, you know, you know what? It might be later on, but she's talking to Bess about the pageant. Yeah. Um, and Bess says to Maisie, says, you're brave because you're scared to do this and you're doing it anyway because you're going after what you want and you're not listening to any haters, including the hater inside your own head. That takes a lot of guts. 
Yeah, that was a great one too. Yeah. Often, often you know, say about it. your biggest bully is the one inside your own head. Somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think Maisie was that for herself. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely have, saw that from It could be body issue one. related. It could be, you know, work Anything. related. Yeah. 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 Just general confidence. And just the way she dealt with things that happened to you, like right at the start in the very first chapter, she has that funny scene where she sees Bima and Sebastian for the first time with tampons in her nose. And they go so flying at her. And we're all cringing, sure. But she is like mortified to the fact where I thought, oh my God, she's not going to come out of her room the whole summer. What's going to happen? (laughs) But, you know. That's the best part. (laughs) But that was her again, like own worst enemy. She probably if that had happened later in the book i feel like she would have been able to laugh it off a bit more and just kind of move on with it but at the start where she was so conscious of herself that was just you know the end of the world yeah that that scene was so hard i know wasn't it it was like straight at straight at the start as well and you're like what are you doing why would you think that's a good idea Maisie? why (laughs) oh god um shall we rate this one yeah let's do that yeah you first, please. Well, on Goodreads, I gave it five out of five stars, but I've written nice. here four out of five stars. Ooh, and I don't okay, know why, why I gave it four. <laughs> I don't know why I did Tell that. Tell us, Luke, four why? and a half. <laughs> well, four and a half seemed right. I think four and yeah. a half would be good. I would have liked it a little bit longer mm-hmm. um, and to flesh out the characters a bit more. I know you guys might disagree a little bit, but yeah. I would have liked no, no, it a no, little no, bit no. more in depth. But still, very good. Definitely would recommend. Yeah. yeah I'd I, go four and a half, yeah. I agree with that, and I'm going to give it four stars because that means I really liked it. Yeah, good. You're Gabby's, harsh Gabby's critic. Gabby's very harsh. Yeah. I'm going off That's what Green says and four stars is I really liked it. She's now been known to change my opinion on books that I like. That's yes. not my fault. You're just too changeable. <laughs> Prue. <laughs> I will go four and a half as well. I I really liked it. It was a great read. Yeah. I think I could recommend it to just about anyone as well. Yeah, I would agree um, with that. I don't mind that it's one of those light reads, that it's funny, that it's, mm. you know, not dealing with world issues. You need it's that It's just something that's good to read. And yeah. also, if you have people who aren't big readers, because it's short yeah. and it's easy to read, I and feel like it's a lot chapters, easier. Yeah. It's a lot easier to get people reading with it. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. anyone could read it. And I think, too, a lot of the comment kind of remains fairly PG. Mm. So, yeah, um even though that doesn't mean that someone older is not going to enjoy it because there's yeah. no steam in it, there's still the steam. It's just that it's not um, graphic. It's not so graphic. Yeah, graphic. So anyone could really read it. Yeah, exactly. You could, you know, yeah. like Gabby said before, you know, 13 up. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. All right. So those are our thoughts on What I Like About Me by Jenna Gyeong. Thanks for joining us, Prue. Thanks for having me. Actually, this is a lot of fun. Good. Also, guys, if you enjoyed this book, uh, make sure you check out Jenna's new book, uh, which was released in mid-2020, called You Were Made For Me. It includes a few references to a few Hemsworth brothers, which I'm sure sounds pretty exciting. <laughs> that has me already. I'm ready to read it if it's about Hemsworth brothers. <laughs> I think I'll definitely give, give it a go too because I really enjoyed uh, What I Like About Me and I think that this one will be just as good. Thank you for joining us, dear listener. We can't wait to talk to you next time when we chat, chat you up. up.